I know in my case, it's the greatest investment that I have ever made in my life. I let my stutter hold me back. I thought I would never improve. I thought I would have to live with this thing forever, but thankfully, by the grace of God, I found the book and the program and my life has just been a total 180. Like I would never imagine myself putting myself out here like I'm doing right now and recording a podcast. Welcome to the TLT Movement Podcast, a podcast for tomorrow's leaders today. This episode is a little unorthodox, but it's going to be very uh, interesting, to say the least. We have a gentleman here. His name is also Danny, like me. Uh, he lives in Connecticut, and he also had a stutter, which is crazy. He saw one of our clips online, and he reached out to be on the show just to share his stuttering story because he developed it in his adulthood and then was able to conquer it. And so being somebody who has a stutter since youth and has conquered it on some days, but then I have bad days sometimes, I'm curious to see how this young man was able to uh, overcome it. He said he, he got a book. So you developed your stutter at 18? Well, to this day, I still don't know how I developed it, but I can tell you the exact day that I became a PWS, a person who stuttered. It was on the exact day of May 27, 2007. And I'll always remember that day because my favorite soccer team, Befica, was coming from Portugal to play a postseason friendly in the old Giants Stadium. And I remember watching the players come out to warm up. And I turned to my cousin to make a comment about one of the players where, when suddenly I just couldn't get his name out. I thought nothing of it besides that it was kind of weird and unusual of why I couldn't say his name. I mean, I was able to say his name, you know, the previous week, month, year, but little did I know that would just be an unfortunate amount of incidents that would happen to me for the next 15 years. Um, I became a situational stutterer with long blocks. Uh, it was very mild, so I was able to hide it well from others. I didn't really talk much afterwards because I felt very insecure. Um, I only talk when I had to. Um, I hid myself a lot from others, my family, friends, everything, and developed really low self-esteem because of it. And it wasn't until 2019 when I started working that I needed a change because I hated going around and trying to ask questions and playing mental mind games with myself because I don't know in your case, but in my case, um, stutterers tend to pre-plan a lot of words in their head. Yes. And, yeah, and I know in my case, I would always pre-plan words, conversations in my head. And I would be like, well, I can't have a conversation with this person because I have a feeling that I'm going to stumble on this word and that word. And obviously with that, the anxiety builds up. And when you start forcing words, that's when the stutter comes out. So I decided to seek help. I went to go see a licensed SLP in early 2019. 
I was excited about the journey because when she laid out the plan for me, I was so excited to get started. And I remember on that day too, when we completed our first session, I actually told her, can I give you a hug? And then, <laughs> and then she laughed and said, of course. And I was just so excited to begin the journey. But week after week, you know, my I felt like my starter wasn't really improving. I would I felt like I was in the same boat since day one, even though my therapist would say, "Oh no, I can see an improvement in you. Like I think you're doing great." And mm. you know, would pass two months, would pass three months, and she would tell me all these things. But inside, I felt like I wasn't improving at all because I was still planning words, I was still hesitating, blocking a bit, and I basically stopped seeing her. Uh, late 2019, around September, August, around there. And I actually became more upset with myself after therapy because I feel it was along the lines of, I put myself out there. I wanted help. I thought I was going to overcome my stuttering, but it didn't happen. So mm. even more low self-esteem and avoided people the bits I, like I didn't want to like be around anybody because I felt like like I don't know I can't just I can't really find the words I just wanted to be excluded from everyone I just wanted to be alone with my thoughts and my self-pity hmm. and it wasn't until Christmas last year where I was dreading going over my aunt and uncle's house because I didn't want to you know sit in a corner and watch everybody else have a good time celebrating the holidays and all that and I remember bawling my eyes out, thinking that I would have to live with this thing forever. But even though I was bawling my eyes out, uh, something amazing happened because I went on Reddit. And for those of you that don't know, there's a stutter page on Reddit. It's basically a community of ex-stutterers or current stutterers coming together and basically encouraging people. Um, and I remember on that day, someone posted the most heartfelt post that I've ever seen about stuttering and I actually pulled the user aside through direct message and I told them thank you for that comment and how did you improve your stutter because in the post he or she said that they basically improved their stutter by a book so naturally I asked oh what book helped you to improve and they suggested I read how to stop stuttering and love speaking by Lee G. Lovett. <laughs> good title <laughs> seriously right <laughs> and you know when most people read they say a good book speaks to their heart but in my case this book spoke to my soul um mm. uh, the author is actually an ex-lawyer and he describes his worst stuttering moment which occurred in court and when he was telling that story in his book, I resonated so much with it because the pain and anguish he felt is the same sentiments that I feel when I'm, you know, stuttering and blocking and all that. And he basically told stories about other people that stuttered and most importantly, the methods that he used to combat it. And I can honestly say after two to three months of reading that book and becoming a member of his amazing WSSA program, which stands for the World Stop Stuttering Association, where you can watch multiple masterclass videos, thousands and thousands of coaching videos that he does with wow. other people. Yes. Um, there's blogs, there's a form, even though forms are a bit outdated nowadays, but still good nonetheless. 
and he actually has weekly meetings where ex-stutterers and current stutterers come together every Saturday at 12 and just to, you know, talk about their journey with stuttering, what helped them and all that. And I can honestly say after diligently immersing myself in his book, in his program and videos and all that, I saw massive improvement in my speech and most importantly, my mindset, because I would say I was a very negative person because, yeah. you know, my stutter held me back. So I can honestly say after two to three months, I saw more improvement with his work than I did with a speech therapist for nearly a year. Wow. That, that, there, that was so powerful. A lot to unpack there. I want to dive into a couple different things. So talking to you now, I realize how little diligence I've actually done to try to combat it. I've always tried to ignore it. I've always tried to possibly maybe overcompensate my confidence to put myself in uncomfortable scenarios uh, to at the I'm at the point now where I kind of enjoy awkward situations. They are com they are like comedic to me. <laughs> um, and I think that is a little bit of me just putting myself in uncomfortable situations every single day, talking to new people, trying to break through without really seeing too many drastic results like how you just described where like you just explained all of that didn't stutter at all. Um, obviously to me, it feels like through this zoom call and the conversation that we had on the phone that you've overcome this thing, Yeah, absolutely. which is, which is incredible. My entire life, everybody told me, Oh, you'll grow out of it. It's just a thing that people have. And then they grow out of, I'm now 23 about to turn 24 next month. Still haven't grown out of it. I I've gotten better. <laughs> I've never heard the phrase situational stuttering i i haven't ever heard that before um and i think that is what i have i guess i find myself like i know what it's like to feel nervous but when i'm talking to new people i don't feel that way but for some reason when introducing myself to new people i stutter so bad like i can't get out my name that's that's the hardest thing for me to do and it makes every single introduction extremely uncomfortable because I'll go, yeah, my name's Danny and they'll go, Kenny, Hanny, what the, they, they'll come up some, most people will even go, your name's Danny. I'm like, no, it's just a Danny and I'll have to spell it out. It takes about 20 seconds to just get the introduction of my name across. And this is something that really drives me quite nuts. Um, when I was a kid, I'd come home from school every day crying, hating myself, like telling my parents that I, I wish I could just go mute. I don't want to talk. I don't want to stutter like this because it drives me. I, I, I felt like it, there, there was points in my life where I was the only one who noticed it because I would notice every single one. I've kind of let all that go and I'm just accepting the fact that, look, if somebody wants to judge me for this, that's their own thing and there's nothing I can control. But seemingly through this book, through uh, communities that you've joined, you can overcome it. Yes, it's, not, it it's not something that I need to stick with and attach myself to. So there seems 
I mean, just from what you just said, there's a couple organizations around stuttering. I mean, you even use the phrase PWS, people who stutter. I've never heard that. I've never, <laughs> I've never heard of any of these foundations. Uh, so, so this is like kind of a, is this a normal thing for people who stutter to, to find a community of other people who do? I think for those that like want to find more info about it, yes. And especially those that want to cure themselves, if you will. Okay. And, and, you know, from, in my case, when I was a stutterer, um, like I said, I was a situational stutterer where, you know, I would talk fluently at times and then all of a sudden I block on a word and it never made any sense to me why when I was alone in a room by myself with no one around, I could speak fluently until the cows come home. Totally. But yes, but the minute I was talking to, you know, a human being, that's when it came out. And from reading this book, I understand why, because stuttering is a habit that we build up in our head. Um, we basically filled our MMIB, our mental image memory bank or something along those lines. Sorry, I don't have the correct term on me, but it's something along those lines. And we basically have a negative mindset because of it, because we let our stuttering build and build and build. So in your case, and in my case too, when we're introducing ourselves and saying our name, we're going to stumble on our name because we developed a habit of stumbling in our name. And yeah. And then obviously the more times that you introduce yourself, you stumble, we just build up the habit even more, more and more. So that's why I just want to tell my story to possibly inspire one person to check out this book and possibly join the program because it's an amazing program. I know in my case, it's the greatest investment that I have ever made in my life. Because like I said, I was a slightly negative person. I let my stutter hold me back. I thought I would never improve. I thought I would have to live with this thing forever. But thankfully, by the grace of God, I found the book and the program and my life has just been a total 180. Like I would never imagine myself putting myself out here like I'm doing right now and recording a podcast. That's awesome. So let me ask you, being on the other side of it, do you think the, me- the negative mindset was influenced by the stutter or do you think the stutter was influenced by the negative mindset? That's a good question. I would say a mixture of both. I okay. know I seek um, speech therapy. You know, I, just like you, I thought, you know, it would, it would be a face. I thought it would just grow out of me, but sure. unfortunately, and I noticed that afterwards when I put myself out there seeking help and I didn't overcome my stutter, that's when I became, you know, a more negative person. Mm. And, you know, I don't want to say that I was totally negative. I was somewhat negative. Like I never used to get angry at myself, but afterwards, you know, I did, you know, outlash at some people because, you know, for, for instance, my mother would tell me like all these things. Oh, it's okay. No one cares. You'll grow out of it. It's no big deal. But, you know, I remember just one time like lashing out on her saying, you don't understand because you're a fluent speaker. And I always bring up the fact until you have an internal illness like cancer, you'll never know what the other person is going through. Mm. And my, no one else in my family stuttered. I was the only one. And even though that was the case, I would still thank God every night for it. Because even though I disliked it greatly, 
even though it was very, very mild, I still thanked him for my stutter because as you know, we could have hundreds of other ailments that's going on with us. And I always said, if this mild stutter was the worst thing I had to endure in life, then I lived a pretty good life. That is a great outlook. My, my outlook on it, I think God gave it to me because I am naturally confident, naturally sociable. And I feel like if I didn't have it, it's kind of a pre-installed ego check to make sure that I don't talk too much and that I don't think I'm better than anybody else. Because you get humbled very quickly when you're trying to talk to somebody and the words are not coming out and they're going, what are you saying? What's going on right now? And then I have to either try to try it again or just leave. And that is a very humbling experience. And I feel like it's it's uh, made me, I don't know, like make myself more human, I guess. So I appreciate that God gave this to me too, truly. At the same time, I hope he takes it away. <laughs> but it's, it's very intriguing for me to hear you say, because I always had the mindset, if I stutter and I go out of my comfort zone and I talk to somebody new or I introduce myself to somebody new and I stutter through that, maybe next time I won't stutter as much and it will actually improve over time. But what your research is showing is that if you stutter over and over and over again with every interaction, such as my name, it becomes a habit. That is very intriguing. And, and I, I believe it because I'll be practicing my name alone all the time. Hey, I'm Danny. I'm Danny. I'm Daniel. I'm Daniel. I'm Daniel DeBrincat. Mm, yes. And then, and then I'll go to do it to somebody, and then I, it just fumbles. I'm like, gosh dang, Like I just practiced this 10 seconds ago to myself. Totally fine. And I find it also... <laughs> wait, I, I don't know if we, how many rabbit holes we, we want to go down, but was there a specific gender for you that it was worse with? You know, it's funny that you asked that because I feel like I did it, you know, male or female, so it didn't really matter. But for some reason, I felt like I did it more in front of males which is a bit oh. surprising because when you think that you're talking to girls, you know, it would come out more. But no, in my case, it came out more with males than it did females. I, I am the same exact way. Among men, I have a way, uh, it ramps up a lot more than around women. I find myself being ultra comfortable with women and the speech just flows perfectly, which I f find to be so peculiar because you would imagine I'd be more nervous to talk to a girl, but no, I don't know why that is. Um, I wonder what psychological, I mean, it's so confusing. It Obviously, stuttering's been around for thousands of years. It, Moses apparently had one in the Bible, and it's been documented. Now, I have spoken to a couple doctors, not speech doctors or anything, but they've told me nobody knows where it's from. So it's actually very, very encouraging to me to hear that there are people that have some pretty solid theories to the degree where they've written books and people meet about this stuff. I think it's, I think this is a kind of a whole new world for me here. I mean, I've, I've actively avoided people with stutters because I've met two people in my life that had one as bad as me. Uh, one of them was actually one of my best friends and we would hang out but I would when he would stutter I would hate it <laughs> I would really hate it and then this other kid had one and it was worse than mine could not talk to him couldn't be around him 
because it would just have, it, it would remind me of myself and what I hate about myself. And so I would kind of cast those feelings onto other people. So I've actually actively avoided interacting with people with the stutter because I, I, I don't know. I see the worst parts of myself in them and it makes me not like them, which is so, it's almost a form of bigotry, which is kind of crazy being that I am somebody with this thing. It's funny you say that because you feel that certain way. And I actually worked with an older gentleman one time who stuttered and he was a way more severe stutterer than I was. And when he stuttered in front of me, I didn't think, you know, no less of that man. I actually applaud that man actually, because he did not let his stutter hold him back. And he had a 100% more severe case than me. And he would go around the entire building and it didn't, you know, his stutter did not let him hold him back. Like it did me. And I was like, wow, if I can just have an ounce of your confidence, you know, I would be set. And it's funny that you feel that way because I think we are our own worst enemies. Like we say stuff to ourselves that we would not even imaginable say to anyone else. Like, like when I was a stutterer, I would always call myself stupid, dumb. You don't amount to anything in life. And in my case, you know, I work with that older gentleman and I don't know about you, but I would never say those things to, to that guy. No way. So why am I saying it to myself if I want to even say it to, to a different person, you know? And I think that's why I beat myself down after my failed attempt at speech therapy too. And it just made me, you know, think of myself less and less. But again, I'm, I'm just grateful I found that book and program because again, my life has changed so much for the better. And I feel like I have a new lease in life. What's one of the number one things that you've noticed about your life that's improved since overcoming this? And I also, by the way, love your language of when I used to, when I did this. Like, I love that because I want to think that way, but then there's always like, I've had people pray over me. I've had some pretty, uh, I, I, I was at a dentist one time and he told me that if I cut underneath my tongue, this little thing, that it would be healed. So I'm like, do it. He cuts under there, doesn't work. I've done so many things. I've been hypnotized. I've been all these things to try to fix it. And in the back of my mind, I'm, I'm always like cautious. I'm like, ah, oh, like I really want this to work, but it probably won't. And so it's cool. It's very, very cool to hear you talk about it as if it really truly is behind you completely. And so I, just to, to ask you again, what's the, what's the number one thing that you've, that's improved about your life? I don't know if I could just pinpoint it to one thing. I feel like there's a multiple things. For one, I feel like, you know, again, I feel like my stutter held me back. I didn't want to talk to anybody. Now I feel like I can go up to anybody and have a conversation with them. And I'll tell you the exact day in which I knew things were changing for the better. Um, Again, like we discussed earlier, I feel like I block and stutter more with males than females. And I felt like the number one target for that was my father. For some reason or another, I used to always block when talking to him. I don't know why. It was just just him. What is blocking? Uh, Blocking is when you're trying to have a conversation and then you come on a certain word and you just block, which means you go like no words come out whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So that's by 
blocking. So again, I would block always badly in front of him. And then after about a month or two, after reading the book and, you know, going through the things in the program, I felt like, wow, I'm not really stumbling on my words in front of him. And then a couple months after that, he asked me to go to our local grocery store. And with him being Portuguese, he's not really comfortable speaking English, even though I feel his English is better than people whose only language is English. I remember we went to our local deli department and he and my father asked me to order some condiments. And I remember the last time I went with him, I stumbled on the word American cheese for whatever reason. I just couldn't get it out. It took me about 10, 15 seconds. And I specifically remember waiting for my number to get called. And in my head, I was like, oh man, here we go again. I know I'm gonna stumble on saying this word and that word. So I'm gonna try to order only one or two things and get the heck out of there. But this time I remained calm. I was doing my affirmations, which is another great thing that he explains in the book and program. Um, I was just telling myself to stay calm don't pre-plan any words, just let the words flow and all that. And when my number got called, I went up there, said everything perfectly fine. And I was like, wow, that is a huge win. And, and then obviously what we're doing now, podcasts. I would never imagine me going on a podcast and discussing my stuttering journey. I remember actually a few years ago, my cousins, two of my cousins started a soccer podcast and they would always ask me, oh, since you're so knowledgeable about the game, do you want to come on and maybe talk? And I would always create a BS excuse saying like, no, I really can't, you know, I'm busy during the days, I won't have time, blah, blah, blah. And to be honest, I wasn't really busy. I just didn't want to, <laughs> I know I would stumble on words. And um, yeah, so I pinpoint those two to three things. Um, definitely talking in front of my father now has improved, uh, going up to random people, having conversations improved, and then obviously reaching out to great podcasts like yours and just discussing my journey and telling people that there is a method out there. And if you're patient and persistent with yourself, you will improve your speech, but most importantly, your mind. Wow, very powerful. I can't wait to have a story like this one day. That'd be great. I, I find myself, um, when I do public speaking, I'm, I'm, I flow perfect. There's not a single thing I, I say up on stage that is like a one-on-one. -on -one. And I've spoken in front of a couple like uh, school assemblies with TLT. And I've had multiple students come up to me that have stutters that say that I inspired them, that, that even with one, I can still hop up on stage and that it's not even that bad um and then when i talk to them one-on-one -on -one, obviously i'm like <laughs> falling apart and they're like wow if you can if you can do it then maybe i can too and so i definitely understand your passion for this and so is this something helping people out with stuttering is that is this something that's kind of become a uh passion or a purpose oh absolutely um like i said during our um, earlier phone call, I felt like I had no purpose in life. I felt like I wouldn't have anything, but me overcoming my stuttering, I found a new lease in life. So if I can inspire other people who may be struggling to find this book and join this program and enrich their lives, like my life has been enriched, then I did my sole purpose for the day. Because even though I was never suicidal, 
about my stutter, I do see on the stutter Reddit page that, you know, a lot of people are suicidal. So that's definitely the people that I reach out to and say, hey, you know, I know you have a negative feeling about your stuttering. I did too, never to the extent of having suicidal thoughts, but I did say, you know, God, if you want to ever take me now, like, here's your chance, you know, and so I definitely reach out to, to those people and I say, hey, there is a method out there. And if you're, again, patient and persistent with yourself, and then you will overcome this thing in your mind, your, your mental clarity will become in a much more healthier state. I know in my case, you know, it was kind of damaged. It was kind of rough, but I feel like I'm no longer negative. I feel like I don't complain about things as much. I don't lash out at people anymore. You know, I always look for the positive in things now. Wow, that's that's awesome. I can I be uh can I be hot with you, honest, open, and transparent. So I gotta say I I've, I've struggled throughout my life. Um, I find myself being an optimistic person. I find myself being a positive human being, but and I thrive around other people, which is a little ironic. I like being a part of a big crowd. I, I like being in a, a group and having pe- pe- people around. And But when I'm alone, these thoughts, they sneak in, man. It's, it's, it's pretty uh, brutal. It's like I've struggled since I was like probably 12. I don't know if I've even told anybody this, which is kind of crazy that I'm saying it on podcasts for the world to see. I've been saying a lot of stuff on this podcast where I'm like, gosh dang, if I ever like, <laughs> if somebody pulls this stuff up, they're going to know everything about me anyway. Um, but like, I remember I was like 12 and I came back from school and some kids, they took my lunch because of my speech and they just thought I was a loser. Right. And I remember coming back from school and just like t- taking uh, my, my Mac cord f- from my computer that I saved up for all summer and I remember tying it around my neck and trying to like choke myself like trying to like kill myself and I remember reflecting back on that just being like man that's a pretty young age to even be thinking about that or want to try that but then I I struggled again in my 20s with just these thoughts of wishing I'm not here anymore um even last night I'm talking to some of my my friends and we have some deep combos and talking about death and I I just share with them I'm like look I don't fear death at all like I actually kind of look forward to it and they they were kind of blown away by that I was coming at it in a little bit of a joking lighthearted way and a little bit of like of a I can't wait because when I die I'll be you know in heaven with Jesus for eternity but you know deep down it's like I I don't think I would ever kill myself, but I definitely um, yearn for death. I I wouldn't mind if I died, and that sounds weird to say, but like I feel like um, if anything, I'd be more of a. I feel like I'd help people more if I died. Like maybe I'd be inspiring or whatever I, I don't know like I just uh, I have a pretty poor self-image and a lot of it's rooted in my stu- in my stuttering and 
it's very subconscious because I don't consciously think like, oh, because of my stutter, it links to this. But I just, I don't know. It's like no matter how much anybody affirms me, I still feel like an outcast. I still feel like they don't understand. I still feel like I'm weak because I can't, I can't talk. I want to network. I want to grow a business. I want to put myself out there. And I do. But when I stutter, it takes a little bit of my soul every time. Because when I talk to somebody new, especially like an older, established gentleman, a future client, and I stutter, and even if the conversation goes well, and they go, it's great to meet you. I, I just have this sensation that they're walking away and they're laughing at me or they're talking about me or they're they're looking down on, on me or they're pitying me or whatever it is. I mean, I I my first job, I worked at Satonic as a car hop. So I was on the skates and I'd go out and deliver the meal. And the only part of the job was I had to read the order back to them and then hand them the meal. That was it. Every time I would stutter so bad. And I remember every time, every day, I would come back inside and my manager, who was a loser, by the way, (laughs) he would say, yo, they're laughing at you. They're making fun of you. We all are linked into the mic that you go to because it's so hilarious to hear you screw up. And now now I can hear them laughing about you, making fun of you. And I would say to him every day, I'm like, don't tell me that. Like why? Like why would you tell me that? Like that's not that doesn't make me feel good at all. And it made me. That was like the shift that made me into like a kind of a. I went from being um, super sold out for Christ, didn't curse, and then when I got that job at sixteen, I started cursing. I started, I started getting a little loose because I I just felt just like this needing to fit in or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I think, I think I've internalized that, that manager a lot, you know, and just being like, yeah, that's probably what everybody does when I leave. They'll go, what's up with that guy? <laughs> what? He, he said his name was what? Hanny? What even is that? I don't know. I don't know. And I know a lot of it's not true. I know it's all lies from the enemy trying to get me down, but shoot man it's this is real and i feel like i've been scared to even reach out about it or work on it or anything i've just tried to accept it for what it is and just accept the fact that this is my lot um it's very very encouraging danny to hear you say all this and in a way it's like it's kind of surreal because we share the same name we share you're a if you work from home as a freelancer, I work from home as a freelancer, you're you're a, about a decade older than me. So it's kind of surreal. It's like I'm talking to my future self right now and that makes me feel so so hopeful. So I thank you. I thank you. Well, first and foremost, thank you for that wonderful story. I know it's not easy to open up. And I know in my case, like I never opened up at all. Never. Not, no personal feelings, not even to my own brother, in which I'm very, very close to. And I can honestly say, mate, if you read this book, it will touch your heart and soul. 
If you join this program, it will change your life, but you have to diligently immerse yourself in the program because the main three aspects of this thing is called the one, two, three punch. And the way that we're gonna overcome this thing, which is stuttering, we have to read aloud for one hour a day. We have to say 10 positive affirmations to ourselves 20 times, two times a day. And the third one is practicing what he calls the crutches. And obviously with that, you have to read the book to understand the third part, which is the crutches. But yeah. I out of all that the affirmations has worked wonderfully for me because like in your case we have to start saying positive things to ourselves every single day and i know for me and you we have negative aspects about our speech so when i first started doing my affirmations all of them was pertaining to speech of how i would improve you know how i wouldn't and words and all that. So the more times that you give yourself positive affirmations, it'll just build up in your memory. It'll just weed out all the negative, all the negative ones. Sorry. So we have to continue doing that every single day. And I'm telling you, buy the book, join this program and your life will improve. Take it from me. I had very, very low self-esteem again. I never thought I could mount to anything in this world. And since you opened up to me, I'm going to open up to you. I didn't even have my first official job since I was 29 because at one time I was very overweight. I was possibly over 300 pounds wow. and, and I tried to avoid myself from others. I didn't want to be close to any human being whatsoever because I was ashamed of myself. And then at that, with a mild stutter, you can forget about it. I basically lived a hermit life for a while. And I improved my weight. I remember in 2010, I was, I said, no more. I didn't, I didn't want to be like this. You know, I don't want to die early. I don't want to die young. So in 2010, I just started, you know, to start eating right, going to the gym. And in four months, I basically lost 62 pounds. Wow. Yeah. And that was back in 2010. And fast forward 12 years later, I improved my speech in two or three months. And that's because I did what I mentioned earlier, the one, two, three punch, reading aloud for one hour, practicing the crutches and basically saying positive affirmations to yourself. So you can improve, just take it from a guy like me. Again, I, I had low self-esteem. I never thought I could mount to anything in this life and I've improved. And if I can improve, anyone out there can improve. And um, back to our, to our speech talk. Even though I was a very mild case, um, I speak often to the author and he's worked with more severe cases. I'll tell you a story about this one guy. Um, I believe he's Asian, he's from China. He one time spent $30,000 on speech therapy and actually admitted himself to a hospital and wrote down on a piece of paper that he couldn't talk. Like this guy was a very, very extreme stutterer mm. to the where he couldn't even get one word out. And he, by the grace of God, found the author, Lee Lovett. He started Skyping with him, you know, doing all the methods that the author told him to do. And I don't know exactly the timeline, but I can honestly tell you right now, that guy, he no longer has a stutter. And this guy was a mute. I think wow. back 16 or 2017, whatever year that he started Skyping with him. And 
I believe that his success story or his stop stuttering story is on his channel. If you search up the love, it, it should come up. And if it's not, and then I know for a fact it is on his, his website. Um, his story is on there. My story is on there, along with hundreds of success stories or stop stuttering stories. So wow. if you ever, you ever think that, you know, because there are a lot of people out there that say this guy's a scam artist. He's just doing this for money and all that. And I can honestly say no. He's actually funding the losses of this program. You know, this program is losing money. And he's basically funding everything because. Wow. Yes, because like us, he was a stutterer. So he knows exactly our feelings, our sentiments, everything. And he, like he says, he wants to wipe stuttering off the planet. And he was a more severe case than me too. And he basically figured it out. And that's why I think he started back in 2016, 2017, helping people. And it's just grown and grown and growing. So again, if you can get your story out there, I can get my story out there to inspire hundreds. And then that hundreds goes to thousands and possibly millions. And then we basically did our sole purpose for this entire session of this podcast. Well, that's awesome, man. How, how can uh, people maybe f find you if, if they if they want to support you in any way with your business or maybe even talk to you like like we just spoke if you ever want to talk and then you will find the world stop stuttering association website and you will join it and you will come to our weekly saturday meetings at 12 o'clock eastern time noon and you can talk to me there you know right now we have roughly 20 to 30 people that talk a week and it's just a great community where we just uplift people. I know last Saturday we actually had a female from Morocco and this was her second time in the meeting. She spoke, um, she has somewhat of a stutter and she was just grateful that she found this program and how my story, other people's stories have inspired her to seek help and get better. And I know for a fact within the next month, two, maybe three months, she will have stopped her stuttering because I know she wants it as badly as I did. Mm. In my case, you know, when I first started, when I first started this program, um, he said to read aloud one hour a day. And I was like, no, I was so enthralled by that book. I read for possibly two or three hours a day because I just couldn't put it down. Wow. And I know I reach out to a lot of young people too, because on that Reddit page, there is, you know, a lot of young people in high school. And I tell them about this program. They're like, you know, I'm not really much of a reader. Like I'll just watch the videos. And I'm like, no, you, you have to read aloud an hour because when we read alone to ourselves, that's where we hear our voices at its best. And we need to build on that because right now we have a lot of, you know, negative stuttering memories. So we need to hear ourselves being nice and fluent. And it's just unfortunate. I don't want to say all kids, but a lot of the kids, like I'm going to use my my little cousins, for example, those from age 18 to 12. I feel like now kids just want like instant satisfaction and gratification. They don't want to work as they don't want to work as hard for things anymore. And I don't know it. I don't know why. Maybe it's, you know, cell phones, the social media and all that. They just want instant success now. It's like, no, you have to be willing to put in the work. And if you put in the work by reading this book and doing this program, you'll see vast improvements in your life. Nice. Yeah, I, I do think social media has a, good th has a good bit to do with it, especially them seeing a bunch of 20-year-olds doing 
simple work and getting paid millions of dollars and being able to buy all these cars and all this stuff and then f- being able to flex that online, them seeing that and going, oh, it's easy. And then feeling like they don't need to grind. They don't need to stick with the job for too long. I think it might also be a little bit of it's been really good for a long time. And I definitely fall into this category where I've adopted this mindset of, hey, look, World War III, I don't need to, I don't need to think about it because, look, hasn't happened yet. I, I, I woke up today, blue skies and sunshine, just like my entire existence. We're good. Is that a good mindset to have peace? Sure, yeah. Is it a little <laughs> unrealistic, the mindset, just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it, or it means it won't ever happen? I don't know. So maybe there's this sensation of it's been so easy for so long, it won't get hard. And if it does, my parents will help me or somebody or however that looks. So hopefully I think we'll see a resurgence soon of Gen Zers wanting to be healthy, wanting to be hard working. I think that we I I don't know if you're into politics at all. I'm I'm not that into it but I do watch a lot of these talks um, there's a candidate Vivek I don't know if you've heard of him he's pretty small I don't he's not going to win but he has a really good speech about how he believes that America right now is in an actual like teenage infancy stage where we're going through some mood swings but we're actually going to come out of this and and be better than we have ever been and I really, really like that sentiment. I think that we've got some major potential in this generation. And um, we just need some inspiration to maybe push us in the right direction. So I think that you've definitely inspired me. Hopefully you inspire our young uh, TLT that view this podcast. A lot of our, our audience is high school, college age. So... If you have a stutter at all, check out this book. We're going to link it in the description. Check out this community that they meet on Zoom. Uh, I'm going to link that below as well. And Hanny, I appreciate this greatly. I feel like this has been a very educational, inspirational, and real and raw talk. So I have enjoyed this a lot. Thank you so much for showing me what is possible and uh, I hope after I get this book and (laughs) I'm pretty I I got a lot going on but um, I look forward to being able to one day come to you and say that's the old me absolutely man Uh, and I just want to thank you for allowing me to come on your great podcast it was a lot of fun thank you absolutely man all right thank you (laughs) dang it it ended it on a stutter Hey, that, that's okay. You know, that's okay. Soon enough, that won't be the case. All right, bye. <laughs>